Welcome to the broadcast of the Bible Way Church of Atlas Road, where Daryl Jackson is our pastor. We are located at 2440 Atlas Road in Columbia, South Carolina, and we're so glad you've tuned in. We pray that today's message is truly a blessing to you. If you desire prayer, our ministers are available to pray with you. Give us a call at 803-776-1238 or call us toll free at 1-888-776-1238. Today, Pastor Daryl Jackson shares the message titled, Victory Over Life's Circumstances. This morning, as we continue this series, Supernatural Victories. Somebody help me declare Supernatural Victories. Amen. Not regular, natural, ordinary victories. <laughs> Is there anybody looking for something supernatural? Amen. You tried ordinary, and ordinary could not help you. Amen. And so it's time, it's time to try something supernatural. Amen. First Kings chapter 17, verses 13 through 16. This is the second message in the Supernatural Victories in Life part of our series. We said to you at the beginning of the year that God had given us 24 messages dealing with supernatural victories in life. And additional 24 messages dealing with supernatural victories on the battlefield. Last week, we shared a message dealing with supernatural victories on the battlefield. So today, our assignment is to look at supernatural victories in life. This is a very familiar passage of Old Testament scripture. 1 Kings chapter 17, verses 13 through 16. I said to the church earlier this morning... In our 8 o'clock worship service, it is my goal to try to preach from this text at least once every year. Amen. I believe in repetition. I believe in repeating it. I believe in you hearing it over and over and over again because it sinks in to our heart. That word, Lord, have I hid in my heart that I may not sin against thee. Listen to the text Elijah said to her, don't be afraid. Go home and do as you have said. But first make a small loaf of bread for me from what you have and bring it to me. And then make something for yourself and your son. For this is what the Lord, the God of Israel says. The jar of flour will not be used up. And the jug of oil will not run dry until the day the Lord sends rain uh, on the earth. And verse 15, she went away and did as Elijah had told her. So there was food every day for Elijah and for the woman and her family. <laughs> for the jar of oil, for the jar of flour, 
was not used up and the jug of oil did not run dry in keeping with the word the Lord had spoken uh, by Elijah and the church said amen. amen and those who love God's word said amen. amen 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 for the next few moments we want to speak to you from the subject victory over life's circumstances before you sit down just wave at somebody and say you have the victory over life's circumstances clap those hands you've got a hand of hope. this message is for everyone who is sick and tired of the circumstances of life trying to hold you down <laughs> look at somebody and say this is getting up Sunday morning getting up Sunday morning I know I know I said it with Ebonics but every now and then you need some getting up anointing anybody sick and tired of being held down sick and tired of being sick and tired <laughs> Listen, my brothers and sisters, first of all, do I have time to preach this? Everybody's encroached on my time. That's all right. This is God's time. Do I have time to preach this? Listen, one of the most intense personal battles many of us will face is the battle against what is known as life's circumstances. Amen. It is real and it is personal. <laughs> Can I say that again? It is real and it is personal. Life's circumstances. Uh, listen, the term life's circumstances has been defined in many ways. One of the unique definitions I discovered was in the Scottish Public Health Observatory. And it says, and I quote, the circumstances in which people live which impact directly on their health, both mentally and physically and I would like to add spiritually the things you go through that impacts how you feel how you think and how you worship there's some things some situations there's some conditions whoo, <laughs> that steals your joy Everybody cannot deal with a negative diagnosis. Some people can get bad news and still shout. Uh, there are some who can give God their best praise on their worst days. 
then there are other people just to hear something bad shuts them down, steals their joy, kidnaps their peace. There's some folks stuck in the house right now with their head under the cover because they refuse to face reality. Refuse to face what life brings to them. Another definition of this uh, word, the word circumstances, it's called the plural noun. The plural noun is defined by Oxford Languages Dictionary as a fact or a condition connected with or relevant to an event or actions. Now, I included this in the message because it makes better sense a couple weeks from now when I deal with people. There's a message that God has given me called victory over your haters. You don't want to miss that Sunday. That's dealing with people. But this Sunday we're dealing with actions of life, conditions, circumstances. In other words, perhaps what will help you more is that this definition is when unfortunate and often unforeseen things or conditions happen in our lives that throws us off course or out of sync. Go with me. When stuff pops up, when things happen that throws us off course or gets us out of sync. I was feeling good until. We've heard that, right? I was all right until. Well, I've got news for you. There will always be some untils. There will always be things, conditions, or stuff that comes your way that throws you off course or out of sync. Just went to the doctor because I felt a little pain and I left with a horrible diagnosis. Conditions, things, happen. May I preach to you? Truth is, truth is, we all at some point will find ourselves battling in warfare with life's circumstances. You, everybody is going to go through it. At some point, you're going to have to buckle up and strap down and put your big boy pants and dress on. Big girl clothes on. I thought to say something else, but yeah. <laughs> you have to. <laughs> because life comes your way. 
Some of you live that little prestige and that little soft life, and you, you think that's how it should always be. And in this generation in which we've done so much for our children and their children, they ain't used to nothing tough. I don't even think they make Brillo pads anymore. They, everybody got a dishwasher. <laughs> the Deacon Simmons, when I was coming up, <laughs> the dishwasher were these two hands. And I used to have every Monday, and every Monday we used to have leftovers, which meant they saved the pots for Sunday for me. And I used to have to get the Brillo. I said to mom, this is too hard. Can I soak it? She said, no, get the Brillo pad and put some muscle behind it. Sometimes you got to push and scrape and scrub. Everything just won't drop in your lap. May I preach? There's some circumstances in life that somebody can't pull you out of. But God. Somebody say, but God. No one, no one, no one. Somebody help me say no one has ever lived on earth. No one who's ever walked the face of the earth has ever been exempt from life's circumstances. Not even Jesus Jesus had his Gethsemane experience. Jesus said, Father, let this cup pass from me. But nevertheless, not my will, but let your will be done. Jesus had his wilderness experience in which he was led in the wilderness by the spirit, not by the devil. The devil meets you in the wilderness, but often God takes you there. God says, because the only way I can perfect something in you is you got to go through something. Some of you want to avoid your wilderness experience, but yet you want your kingdom rewards. And I heard God said, there will be no kingdom rewards without a wilderness experience. So the next time you go through something, you ought to thank God because trouble doesn't last always. Anybody know I'm coming out of this? I'm coming out bigger, stronger, better than I've ever been before. Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., the late Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., is quoted as saying, and I quote, Courage is an inner resolution to go forward despite obstacles. That's what courage is. Courage is not avoiding obstacles. It is going forward despite the obstacles. King goes on to say, cowardice is submissive surrender to circumstances. Courage is when you go forward even when you're going through something. Being a coward is when you submit and you surrender to what you're going through. Coward is when you throw your hands up and say, this is too hard. Coward is when you say, I don't want this on them. I can't handle this anymore. They're getting on my last nerve. Uh, but, but, but courage is to take a licking. Keep on ticking. Courage is when folk around you don't even know what you're going through. 
when you can have a bad day and nobody knows about it but you and Jesus, when you know how to dance in advance and praise God on a bad day and Shabbat God when nothing is going right in your life. Anybody ever given God your best praise on your worst days? Think of one thing God did for you. Somebody think of how God brought you out and, and fool the devil, make the devil mad and give God a praise when he does not expect you to praise God. You win the lottery, everybody knows it. When your ship comes in, everybody knows it. Everybody knows when you, you've, you've landed on success. But when you have your back against the wall, whew, when you don't know how you're going to make ends meet, can you still give God your best praise? When you come to church where folk look at you and think you've won the lottery, Look at somebody say, I have. He woke me up this morning. That's a winning ticket. <laughs> Started me on my way. That's a winning ticket. Put food on my table, clothes on my back, kept me from danger seen and unseen. Woo! Tell somebody, that's a winning ticket. Listen, the problem is some of us have allowed life's circumstances to negatively impact how we live our lives. Some of your lives are driven by what you go through, and everybody knows it. You, you not only wear it on your sleeve, you wear it in your face, you wear it on your back, put it on your head. It's all, and some of you are bold enough to even to put it out on social media. I refuse to put out I'm having a bad day. Y'all stop that foolishness. Because every demon from the pit of hell just heard you say, I'm having a tough time. You think they're going to lighten up on you? You think they're going to say, well, we don't need to. No, they send seven more demons to make it even tougher. The devil is not omniscient. I need to teach that, Pastor Mac. Satan only knows what you tell him. He only knows what you put out. I feel like beating somebody up. I feel like killing somebody. I don't even feel like going to church. I'm sick and tired of all of this mess. You putting out all kinds of stuff for the enemy to take advantage of you. But you ought to say when you wake up this morning, this is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad and I will bless the Lord at all times his praise you owe God a good praise you owe some of you woke up this morning still hasn't said good morning to Jesus you owe God one good praise Listen, let me share with you another wonderful quote by Booker T. Washington, the historian, not the school, <laughs> but the historian, the great legacy of history, the great 
uh, great man who meant so much to so many. Uh, Booker T. Washington, the statesman, uh, the leader, says this, and I'll quote, the circumstances that surround a man's life are not that important. However, that man's response to those circumstances is important. His response is the ultimate determining factor between success and failure. What you go through is not unique. How you respond defines you. Because everybody gets trouble in their ways. The good news is by the help of God, victory over life's circumstances is not only possible, but achievable. Look at somebody and say, I'm coming through this. Thank you, Brother Anthony, for singing that requested song. He's pulling me through. Anybody know that God is pulling you through? Everybody has trouble in your way. In fact, the old church puts it like this. They can have trouble in my way. I had to cry sometimes. I laid awake at night. But that's all right. Jesus will fix it after a while. Anybody know I'm coming out of this? Somebody ought to declare it before it happens. Somebody ought to state it before it occurs. Anybody know that this too will pass? Better days are coming by and by. Uh, no weapon formed against you shall prosper. I'm going to be better, greater, not worse. Uh, this will help me get better. Somebody say he's pulling me through. Come on, I need a few witnesses. Come on, this is a good time right now just to take a praise break. Just a quick, before we get to the text. Anybody know that God has pulled you through so many things? Somebody ought to, ah, yeah, 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 yeah. Somebody ought to help me praise God. Anybody know that God keep making ways over and over and over again? Say, neighbor, he's pulling me through it. Say, I would not have made it if it had not been for the Lord. Things happen in my life, unforeseen, unfortunate. Things happen in my life. Should have lost my mind. Woo. I should have lost every sense of peace I had. But look at me now. Tell somebody, I just want to let you know I don't look like what I've gone through. I refuse to look like what I'm going through. Somebody know that God is good to you right now. Right now, right, right. Now faith is. Now faith is. Not tomorrow, but right now. Anybody got some Sunday morning, 12, 12 p.m. faith right now. I dare you to confuse the enemy and say now faith is Ooh, if you don't believe you're coming through celebrate for me watch God bring me through y'all sit down sit down before praise breaks out sit down before somebody decides Woo! everybody has about 20 seconds to give God whatever kind of praise you want 
Clap your hands if you want to. Run if you want to. Jump if you want to. Holler if you want to. But give God some praise up in here. If God has ever pulled you through. I've got to get to this text. Whew. This incredible Old Testament text is a great example, in fact, a powerful example of victory over life's circumstances. Look at somebody again and say, things happen. Our text occurs in during a very difficult time in the life of a woman whose name we never received. We know her as the widow of Zarephath. Something when people know you by what you go through. <laughs> the widow of Zarephath, who lived in the region of Sidon, who came up during the reign of King Ahab and his wicked wife Jezebel. There was a famine in the land. First part of this chapter, the Lord says to the Elijah, the Tishbenites, the Lord says this, I will hold up the rain. I will not send rain to punish this wicked kingdom of Ahab and his deplorable wife Jezebel. So there was a famine in the land and good people suffered along with bad people. Look at somebody say things happen. Uh, her husband had died of, according to biblical scholars, starvation in all likelihood. And here she is with her only child, a young son. And they were on the verge of dying of starvation. Somebody say things happen. Good woman caught up in something bad because God needed to punish Ahab. Whew. She only had a handful of flour and a little oil in a jug. She, according to the text, was preparing to make one last meal. And then she and her son would quietly die together in all likelihood in each other's arms. Life circumstances had taken its toll on her. She was beaten down. She was hungry. She was starving. It's one thing to bury a husband, but to witness your own child starving in front of you. And there's nothing you can do about it. Life's circumstances. This woman had been through so much. 
She had endured so much. And now she finds herself, uh, according to Leon Wood, who wrote in somewhere in 1970 a book called uh, The History of Israel. He says in his writing that in all likelihood, this woman's spirit had been crushed. She had to have been somebody who enjoyed once the favor of God or God never would have sent Elijah to her house. But even good people get tired. Even good people at times can feel pressed down. So this woman on the verge of giving up, however, her faith was about to be put to the test. I heard God said, if you want a testimony, you've got to first have a test. There can be no testimony without a test. Many people want the testimony, but nobody wants the test. This woman was about to go through the test in order to get to the testimony. Is there anybody now that know that you're in the testing stage? You're in the testing stage. But, but, but I have news for you. Better days are coming. Your testimony is right around the corner. Somebody ought to clap those hands and give God a praise for your testimony that's in process. Here is her test. God sends the prophet Elijah, a man who, by the way, was not hungry. Because if you read earlier in the chapter, it says God sent him by the brook Cherith. And there God commanded the ravens to feed him. So this big fat prophet had been eating pretty good. But something happened in the text. The text says, but one day the brook dried up. <laughs> uh, and there was nothing left to eat. And God then said to Elijah, get up and go to Zarephath. And there, listen to what God said, Mother Jackson. I have commanded or instructed a woman there to feed you. Woo! God had worked it out even before she knew it. Uh, I, I wish I had time to preach. I see my time is gone. But you've got to know something. God has worked it out even before the trial is over. Even before it's all said and done. God has already worked it out. Here's the test. So he arrives, this prophet Elijah arrives to this woman's house and he sees her and first he asks her for some water. She gives him water and then the prophet instructed her in verse 13, take a little flour and oil uh, and whatever you have left and prepare a loaf of bread for me first. Because she had told him, I don't have much. All I have is a little flour in a barrel and a little oil 
in a jug. But here's the test. What if God asks you to do a hard thing? Anybody can pass the test when it's easy. Anybody, if the test was, let me hear you recite your ABCs and that's good. Let me hear you count to 10, that's good. But what if, what if the test is a hard thing? What if God asks you to do something that hurts you? What if God asks you to do something that is a sacrifice to you? So he asked this woman, may I preach this? I need you to go make this meal for me first. Words do matter, Elder Lovey. <laughs> Every word matter. God, God through the prophet, God didn't say, make me some, then die. He says, go make me some first. Then prepare some for you and your son. See, some of you shout too much, you miss the word. You shout and sleep on the word, and when your back is against the wall, you can't call Regina or Anthony to come sing you out of a situation. You better have some word in you to say, Lord, I know what you said. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. Make me something first. Then you and the son go and eat. Elijah said to her, listen to what Elijah said. For this is what the Lord, the God of Israel says. The jar of flour will not be used up. That's what he said. Uh, and the jug of oil will not run dry. <laughs> Only God can look at the little bit you have and say it won't run out. Ooh, I, I just wish I had one or two witnesses that know how to get by off just a little bit. Uh, you may have to stretch it but you get by on a little bit. Listen, our families made it back in the day. They stretched everything. I remember living and staying with my granddaddy on a weekend on a Saturday in Arthurtown, and everything on the chicken he would cook. He cooked the neck, the back, the feet, the gizzards. Y'all don't know nothing about that. Y'all ever heard of chicken liver? Before it became a delicacy, back in the day in the hood, we lived off everything. We stretched everything. But it never... Y'all look at Mother Jackson, 89 and a half years old. She looked pretty good. Gizzards, necks, backs, chicken feet. Chicken liver, hog malt, chitlin. Punch a hand here and say it never ran out. Don't tell me what God can't do. God will make a way. Won't he do it? Won't he do it? Y'all gonna make me preach up in here. Won't he do it? Wave at somebody, say, won't he do it? Put 
your hand on your heart, say, I'm a living witness. If he did it in Arthurtown, he'll do it on John's Island. He'll do it in Beaufort. He'll, he'll do it up in Greenville. He'll do it wherever you came from. It does not matter. God will keep making a way out of nowhere. I've got to preach this. Verses 15 and 16. Here's the text. She went away. Uh, and the next seven words. And did as Elijah had told her. I've got them highlighted in my Bible. And did as Elijah had. You want a supernatural victory? You better do what God tells you to do. You want God to make a way? You better do what God told you to do. Anybody know that I'll do what? Somebody say, yes, Lord. Somebody say, yes, Lord. Somebody say, yes, Lord. Somebody, oh, y'all indulge me for a moment. Stand to your feet and give me a yes, Lord, praise just for 10 seconds. Get that mic. Get it, get it, get it, get it. Get it, get it. And my answer will be yes, Lord, yes. Come on, Regina. Come on, y'all, help us. Elijah for the woman and her family. Look at somebody say, everything attaches to me when. <laughs> for the jar of flour was not used up and the jug of oil did not run dry. God to do it. Won't he do it? Won't he do it? Get ready. There's some supernatural victories coming your way. Listen, listen. It never said the jar overflowed. It never said the jar, Mother Gloria Anderson, overflowed. But it never ran out. 
Y'all need to learn how to thank God for what you got and stop looking at what other folks have. If you only have a little bit, you ought to learn how to give God a praise because that little bit has kept you going. Come on, church. Lord, I thank you. Lord, I thank you. Lord, I thank you. It did not run out. It did not run. Woo! Listen. Almost there. This woman received a supernatural victory over life's circumstances because she demonstrated supernatural faith. I'll say that again. She received her supernatural victory because she demonstrated supernatural faith. You want the victory? Where is your faith? You want God to open the doors? Where is your faith? Stand to your feet all over this place. Three key insights that I want to leave you with quickly. Ooh. Three key takeaways, three key significant points of this message you need to hold on to. Ooh, huh? Number one is this. We all will, I need y'all to help me look at somebody and say we all will at some point find ourselves battling life's circumstances. I look at somebody and say no one is exempt. Nobody's picking on you. A man that is born of a woman is of a few days and full of trouble. Insight number two. Will you help me again? Look at someone standing next to you and say, we must be obedient to the Lord's instructions for our lives no matter the circumstances you can't hit and miss if God tells you to do a hard thing you've got to say yes Lord you've got to say and my answer will be yes Lord yes and here's the third and final insight third and final takeaway principle significant point of this message help me once again Ooh, I... get your worship partner and say partner we must keep the faith and never lose hope come on say it like it means it said we must keep the faith and never lose hope always believing that the Lord will make a way somehow.
it dries up. Sometimes there's a famine in the land. Sometimes you'll go through some difficult times. But I love that third point again. We must keep the faith. A supernatural victory requires supernatural faith. Keep the faith and never lose hope. Always believing that the Lord will make a way. Somebody say somehow. Just keep somehow, somehow. Say somehow. The altar is now open. Say somehow, 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 somehow. Somebody needs a blessing. Somehow. Ooh. Somehow. Somehow. Somebody say somehow. Ooh. Somebody needs a breakthrough. Altar's not open. Say somehow. It's a God problem. It's not your problem. That's when I was delivered. That's when I, I had to come to the realization in my life ooh, that it's a God problem. I had to come to the realization in my life that my circumstances, they were God problems. The thing that I was going through, it was a God problem. And I needed God to restore me, recharge me, refresh me. Ooh. Tell somebody, bring your God problem to God's altar. <laughs> now, if you can figure it out, stay where you are. If you can work it out, you, you, you don't need the altar. You don't. You don't need any help. <laughs> but every now and then, everybody needs a charging station. I told the church this morning, we are literally right now in negotiations with Tesla Motors to bring a charging station, electric charging station. Believe it or not, Brother Edmonds, to the corner of Bluff and Atlas Road. Somebody say, but God. And so I was in a meeting last week, have another meeting next week. And I was meeting with them and, 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 and some of them never even heard of Bluff and Atlas Road. I said, but you know me. <laughs> I says, and we want it in our area. They said, we've got to put a few in the area, I said, if you're gonna take it to Forest Drive, bring it to Bluff Road. And here's what God said to me. Here's what an electric charging station to all of you who were born a long time ago does, okay? It takes your electric vehicles and allows you to go to a place and plug it in and recharge the battery but you can't rush it you have to just wait 
until the battery has been reached. But they that wait upon the Lord shall rise. And God spoke to me. Pastor Lawson, God says, there is already a charging station on Atlas Road. <laughs> but it's not for electric cars. It's for weary souls. It's for those who are tired and sick. It's for those who say, I don't know if I can make it. And it's called the altar. And the reason we come to the altar, because every now and then we've got to plug up and watch God. Take your problems. Woo. Take your issues. Take them to the Lord. My sister, Fee, sent me this song a couple weeks ago. Brother Tyshawn from, from Chandler Moore and Maverick City. And it blessed me. It's called God Problems. And I said, what a song. And without even talking to Regina, she had already recommended it for today's message. And I need you to hear the words of it very carefully. And then we need to worship together. You still have time to come to the charging station. You still have time. Some of you, I guess, got gas vehicles and you don't need any charging from the Lord. But you still got time to let the Lord charge Woo. your battery. Renewing me a right spirit. If you've got a God-sized problem, he can solve them. There are just some problems only God can fix. There'll be some moments that just don't make sense. I've seen it happen time and time again. Thank you, Brother Chandler. There are some problems only God can fix. This is the part I like. There are just some battles. Woo! Flesh and blood can't win. <laughs> Look at somebody say, you can't win this battle by yourself. There'll be some moments that just don't make sense. I can't see it now, but I am still convinced that there are just some problems only God can fix. Not by power, nor by might, but by my spirit. Not by power, nor by your might, but by the spirit of the living God. Help me bless someone and say, there are some problems. There are some circumstances in your life that only God can fix. The Anthony Thomas chosen generation. There's just some problems only God can fix. <laughs> and there'll be some moments ah. that just don't make sense. <laughs> I've seen it happen time and time again. Ah, there are. There's just some problems only, only God can fix. 
Say that again, yeah. Anthony. There's some problems. There's just some problems uh. only God can fix. <laughs> There'll be some moments. Somebody just wave your hands in the air. I've seen it happen time and time again. And there's just some problems only God can fix. There's just some problems flesh and blood can win. And there'll be some moments that just don't make sense. (laughs) I can't see it now. Still convinced ah, that there's just some problems only God can fix. Not by power, not by might, <laughs> but by the Spirit of the Living, Spirit of the Living God. worship service of the Bible Way Church of Atlas Road, where Daryl Jackson is our pastor. Our worship services are open to all at 2440 Atlas Road in Columbia, South Carolina. 
just off Interstate 77 between Shop and Bluff Roads. We will continue to air our services here on the radio. We are also streaming live on our website at bwcar.org, on Facebook at Bible Way Church of Atlas Road, and now on YouTube. Our streaming services are available live on Sundays at 8 a.m. and 11 a.m. and on Tuesdays at 7 p.m. If you missed any of our services or want to watch them again, you can get them on demand on any of our social media channels. We invite you to stay in spiritual fellowship with us. To place your order for a CD or DVD of today's sermon titled Victory Over Life Circumstances, please call us at 803-776-1238. Reference, sermon number 0128-24. Again, that telephone number is 803-776-1238. Sermon number 0128-24. February is Couples Month at Bible Way. Join us as we celebrate Black Victorious Love throughout the month of February by celebrating Black married couples each Sunday during services. The Couples Ministry will host a Valentine's Brunch Saturday, February 10th, 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. at the C.R. Neal Dream Center, 2441 Atlas Road, Columbia, South Carolina. Attire for the event is dressy casual. The cost to attend is $30 per couple. Brunch includes a catered meal and live music entertainment. To join us for this love-filled event, please register online at bwcar.org no later than this Wednesday, February 7th. For a complete list of Couples Month events and to register, go to our website at bwcar.org. We praise God for the testimonies of those who have received Christ and now have a deeper relationship with God as a result of this ministry. To sow a financial seed into this ministry, you can give online by clicking the link on our website at bwcar.org or you can give right from your mobile phone by texting BWCAR and your giving amount to 732-56. You can also mail your gift the Bible Way Church of Atlas Road, Post Office Box 90309, Columbia, South Carolina, 29290. Please do not mail cash. Financial donations are being accepted at the church on Tuesdays from 12 p.m. to 6 p.m. We thank you for your continued support of this ministry. At Bible Way, our mission is to know God to love and to serve.